Welcome back for season four of the Financial Fofu podcast. Welcome, Sarah. Hello, Trudy. How you doing? Yeah, well, well. How? I wonder how our audience is doing. I know. Time. It has been a little while since we've been recording and there's been, yeah, a little bit happening in the last few mm. months, really. Just a little bit. Just, Just a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. So... What would you like to start today's talk well, about in this episode? We've today, got a few things on our list. We do have a few things on our list. So today, we just, I guess, wanted to have a bit of a chat around what has been happening and yeah. what's a bit of an update on a few things that are happening in the world of finance and accounting and what's happening with us, I guess. Yeah. So, world. yeah, I'm going to start with your word of the year. Really? We're going there first. We're well, going there first. In the season three, mm. no, hold on. What season are we? This is season five. No, it's is not. It? It's season four. I have season to keep four. up with myself. Oh, goodness, Sarah, See, I was right on your first time. Yes, clearly it's Mercury retrograde, everybody. This is what's happening. <laughs> and mine, Mercury's in Gemini. So um, you don't know what that means. Go and do some research. Uh, so I still don't season- know what it means for the record. Just <laughs> In season three, at the start, we mm. said our word for the year at the very first mm. episode, and mine was consistency. And how are you going with that? It's a work in progress. Have you been consistent? <laughs> Look, to be honest, I actually have been pretty consistent. Probably mm. more the, well, we're, you know, pushing towards, well, October, this episode mm. is dropping, so we're recording just a little bit before then. Um, we're in the, the third quarter of the year. That's right. Yes. Um, so probably when we recorded the last, like the, the mm. last season, it was what February, March, I think, yeah. in my memory. Um, and I had another sort of three months of inconsistency because remember I just moved like houses mm. as well, and I had to unpack my house and That's get right. to know new people in the community and reestablish my business and reaffirm and set my goals for the year and all of those things. So probably. Um, around July, after well, July, I turned 40, so then there was that, Ooh. so that was done as well. And then, so yeah, probably since then, things have been actually pretty consistent. Mm. Like, there's been a little bit of travel um, to Brisbane a couple of times, actually, and then even down to Melbourne. Um, so yeah, things are pretty consistent over here. We're sort of not plodding along. I don't think that's fair. You no, I, mean, I think you're doing more than plodding along. Plotting along kind of go hand in hand, but it can be consistent and power walking at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly you know? like, right. Just as long um, as you're consistently power walking. Correct. So, yeah, no, definitely things are, are moving and shaking here and there'll be some more Ooh. changes in my business over the next uh, three months minimum um, mm. around things in the mortgage space and um, I've got some decisions to make around that and what I do and how I move forward and they've been on the pipeline for a little while and yeah, so there's definitely a lot going on. And, you know, before we know it, it will already be 2023. Don't say that. Uh, the other day I asked someone for a 2020 <laughs> bank statement and I'm like, why am I my head still in 2020? <laughs> it's yeah, 2022. that client had not done their tax on time. No, no, no. I genuinely wanted a 2022. I just asked for 2020 and even she oh, got a chuckle. You, and went, I, wondered why, I wondered why you were asking for 2020. 
<laughs> yeah, a bit strange, but yeah. So, um, yeah, so yeah, consistency over here is a big thing. I wonder what, um, for our listeners, whether they set themselves a word and whether they've been sticking to it. And if you did set yourself a word, please let us know on our socials. Mm. Reach out on Instagram um, and, yeah. Let, let us know, know how you're going in terms of had any progress them. or success <laughs> on it. That would be amazing. Um, what about you? Your word was an interesting one. My word was fun. Um, and I think it was more around doing more things that bring me joy. Set your soul on fire, I guess. Yeah, make me happy and saying no to some of the things that don't – Bring me joy. Um, and look, I reckon I reckon I have been doing a bit of both of those things. Maybe a little less so in the last couple of months, given you know taxi rent and busy season. But you know, definitely you know taking the opportunity to go out and seeing people a lot more and catching up with people and doing fun things in that realm. Um, it's my younger ones um, last year before she starts school. So taking the up like yes, yeah. earlier in the week I went to the zoo with Kim. Yes, you did say that when I said was, you haven't been doing is, anything fun. Yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> I have been making time to do fun things. Yes, what did I you take see it. at the zoo. Um, we saw the lions and the baboons. Tigers and bears. <laughs> we saw the tigers. There's no bears. No, there's no bears. At there's no bears. Um, lot, it was heaps of different animals. I was actually surprised they were actually managed to walk their little legs off quite that much. Um, butterflies. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good step counting day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, I hit 10,000 that day. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. 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 But no, well, definitely doing all those fun things and about to head off on a holiday to Echuca, so that'll be bit more fun as well yeah. and have a holiday book to Perth for next year so look there are some very fun things excited coming up. about this Perth trip I've heard about it many times in the last week probably it's been a while since I've been on a plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely so I mean this topic today to get us started for the new season is really around the current environment we wanted to give you a bit of a lending update a um, bit of a tax update there's been yep. some things that have obviously been happening top of mind or front of mind on everything is the rising cost of living interest yeah. rates going up, the impact on your mortgage. I mean, I, I personally had that um, of course. You know, a noticeable effect um, having bought a house like in the March and then rates <laughs> starting to go up in the April, May. So, um, you know, you do all your sums and it, I suppose it highlights mm. once again that having a budget and watching your money and seeing where you mm. spend money is really important. And we've got some amazing episodes in previous seasons if you want to learn some more about the tips mm. around you know, money and, and managing your money better. Mm. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, so interest rates. I mean, we have had, what, four mm. increases? It's four or five. In I a row? Like one and a half percent. So I think mm. it went up, went up 0.5 and then went up 0.25, 0.25. Either way, it's 0. been lots. Yeah, and the banks four. have certainly responded with increasing theirs as well. But interestingly enough, when I was talking to my broker the other day about one of my loans, he went, well, we can get you a better rate on that. So... You know, just because mm-hmm. rates are rising doesn't mean that you can't still be refinancing or no. looking at your rate to see if there's better options around. No, that was with one of our partners, Kudos Money, which was a brand that I set up with Paul. So, mm-hmm. yes, if any of you are interested in having a chat to Paul, do let us know. We'll put you in touch. But, yeah, absolutely, if you have a mortgage and you have a broker specifically, mm. and even if you don't have a broker, I should be fair, you want to ask for what's called retention pricing. So retention mm. pricing is a term that banks use where to keep you or retain you, retention, mm. they will potentially offer you a lower tr- a lower rate or a higher discount than what you've currently got. But I will tell you this much. In a lot of instances, it is actually better for a rate purpose 
and I'm only specifically talking to the rate, not only mm. of your other potential interests that need to be considered when refinancing. Mm. But refinancing often with a new lender, it's um, new to bank business, it's called, um, can actually bring you an even cheaper rate again. So you have to mm. weigh up the pros and cons and speak to your broker about your best interest as to whether um, changing lenders is, is appropriate mm. for your needs. But if you go to your bank to start with, always start there or go to your broker yeah. and ask them to do retention pricing, see if they come to the party. Cashbacks is the other thing. And I suppose it's important to point out, I'm not a massive fan of cashbacks for a range of reasons. I see them as a bonus to making the right choice of lender, not the reason you should choose a lender. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, and the reason I, I raise that as well is because you might think that by changing lenders that you can get a $3,000 cashback. Sounds amazing. Might cost you $500 in legal fees to exit. There may be a new entrance fee to get in. Mm. They may also not have a product that suits your needs. And it's more important to get a product that suits your needs than it is to get yeah. a quick $3,000 in the bank. And let's not even talk about then the tax implications potentially around cashbacks and how that may may impact you. Yeah, on investment loans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so, I mean, there's more things to consider than just, ooh, bright lights and cashbacks. So, but they are pretty. They're pretty <laughs> for the bank balance when they arrive, but what yeah. do they cost you in the long term for other things? Yeah, and I suppose exactly right. that's a really nice segue into when we're looking at interest rates in business, do you, I mean, despite what you and I always talk about as, you know, fit mm. for purpose, plan out what your asset's going to be for, or if you need money for expansion, have you planned mm. out that expansion and costed it with a forecast so that you actually know that you can afford it. Mm. But cost of funds, as in the interest rate or the higher interest rate now, versus the impact to your business by waiting, hoping rates are going to come down. Well, they're not coming down anytime soon. So there's no point waiting right at this present moment. There's no point waiting for interest rates to come down because it's not going to happen in the next 12 months. And if you're a business owner that's never seen a rate rise cycle, like uh, old, old, I was going to say old hag over here, and then I thought, wait a minute, that's not very nice to myself. Um, <laughs> old dog, is that the same implication? I don't, I don't reckon. I, I don't reckon. I not what, since I've been in business, not noticeably. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you're new, new to rates. So this is new territory for a lot of people. Mm. Um, obviously, given what I've done for 20 years, it's not new to me because I've been dealing with it in the mortgage mm. space with clients and how it impacts them. But um, as the business side of things, you really have to have a look at and it's not just interest rates that have gone up. You know, the rising cost of materials is a huge one, plus the supply chain issues mm. and the delays. So a lot of businesses that I'm working with, we're talking about pivoting services or products. Um, making sure that they're breaking even to start with and then looking at their projected profit margins and what they yeah. want to earn as a profit. And Factoring in price to, rises into that as well. Yeah, and do they just need to get through this period mm. and break even and pay themselves a living wage and then look at growth and expansion in two or three years' time? Or do they try and actually smash the market now if there's enough fudge room yeah, in their target to market to do that? And this is the problem, like, um, another one that comes up regularly is I have a fixed price quote out. The materials have gone up 25%. Yeah. What do I do? I don't want to lose the work. Well, you can either do the job at a loss or you can go back to the client and be just honest with them and say, mm-hmm. you know, there's no benefit to the client if you go bust in the middle of doing their job. No, and maybe that's so, a thing as well. If you're doing fix, fixed price quoting, should you be doing fixed price quoting at the moment? You know, yeah, if, if, you, if you quote the job and then you do it next week, probably not a big issue. But if you quote the job and you're not starting for three months, yep. then potentially an issue. 
Yeah. And a lot of businesses that, again, have been speaking with are saying at the moment, especially in the trade industry, mm. um, trades are no longer quoting per job. Um, unless it's an immediate start, they're quoting an hourly or a day rate plus materials mm. at the their retail market value. Price yeah, retail the market price, yeah. value. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, there's no other way to do it because, yeah, I agree. I've got um, one client, I know this earlier this year, that the jobs that he was doing, he was making no money on just because of those material costs. He was locked into fixed yeah. price contracts and there was just nothing he could do on those ones. And for him, it was a case of, I've just got to get through this period so that yeah. I can then Float move on to... Profit on the new jobs and his new quotes, yeah. So mm. if you haven't done a break-even analysis, go back to season three. I think it's episode three. Don't quote me on that, might be four. Mm. But we also have the worksheets available at our website, um, financialfofree.com.au, that you can download them under the resources tabs and you can check out your break-even cost. They're pretty simple and straightforward, but that episode does actually walk you through how to fill them in. Um, I think they're really valuable for your business if you haven't been doing and if there was one thing that you could instigate into your business right now that would change your entire business, it's that. Mm. It is definitely that. So if you were planning on um, doing any acquisition or work along um, new assets or pieces of the like Mm -hmm. and trying to decide whether you wait because the rising cost of interest rates, the reality is probably you could be waiting a very long time and then what's the impact to your business. So rate cycles like this usually last three years in total. We're, what, six months into it? Hmm. And that doesn't mean it's going to go up for three years. It might go up and plateau, go up a little bit more and plateau for ages. Yeah. Might come back down a little bit, then go back up. Yeah. It just oh, really depends on the factors of what's going on economically around the world as well. Yeah, but there's not there's very unlikely to be a substantial drop anytime soon. No. Yeah. And, like, if you look at it fairly, like when I started in the industry, rates were around the 5.5%. Oh, they've been ridiculously low for a long time. That's where I was going, right? They have been mm. insanely low, like just almost unsustainable for a market position mm. to be that low for that long. So it was just a matter of time until they've gone up. Unfortunately for a lot of us with the rising house prices in the marketplace, when the rates go up, the affordability goes down yeah. and our repayments are challenging to any potential surplus income we may have in our in our budget at the end mm. of or in our pay packet at the end of the run. So mm. um, it makes it a little bit harder um, on the back hip. So I suppose you're back to basics then in terms of assessing how you live, what you spend your money on, yes. and what's most important in your life or family um, position to ensure that you are actually achieving. Um, mm. Get out the fam- Get out not just the business budget but the family budget too and just 100%. really look at where you're spending 100%. your money. We pulled ours out the other day and you know even as an accountant there was a few surprises that we didn't you know went oh okay we probably could adjust a few things here that we don't really need to be spending that much money on certain aspects and yeah you adjust and pull back and spend the money on the things that are most important yeah absolutely amazing so you also had some updates or some news on fbts and electric cars yes i don't know maybe some of you have already heard this but the government's recently passed a law that basically says if a business buys um, an electronic car that's below $84,916, I'm sure there's some reason why it's so specific, um, that car will actually be FBT free. So no fringe benefits Crazy. tax on that car. And that is regardless of the work versus personal use of that that's particular the part, vehicle. Right? That's the so part. look, as I always say, if you're not planning on buying a car, don't go and run out and just buy one because you can. But if you were in the market for potentially looking for a new car anyway, 
and yeah, you're, you're interested in an electronic car, this is definitely um, an attractive um, incentive to go and buy um, yeah. an electric car. I mean, obviously, I don't know a lot about electric cars, but I feel like the 84000 is probably not a huge amount of money for an electric car. No, it's um, definitely so, not going to get you a Tesla. Oh, actually, it may get you one of the smaller ones. One of the smaller ones, yeah. So it, it probably still limits the options of which ones that you purchase, but if that's... If that ticks all the other boxes for you, it's the right size car and you were looking to buy a car anyway and that was your budget, then it's definitely an um, an added incentive um, to go down this path. Um, If you're planning on doing it to get the FBT exemption, just chat with your accountant and make sure that the car that you're buying does tick all of the right boxes to meet the exemption you would hate to buy and then find out that some tiny little feature means you don't get it. Um, but definitely something worth looking at. Um, yeah, completely for businesses. Um, and the other um, recent tax announcement was that, not so recently in the budget, um, the previous government announced a additional deduction for investments in technology and um, business skills and training. Well, recently, the current government has actually confirmed they're going to proceed with those two uh, announcements. Um, So it's going to be an additional uh, 20% deduction. So basically, Mm -hmm. you spend a dollar, get a deduction of $1.20 for expenditure on those two areas. Um, The bills and the the draft legislation has only just recently been release so it's not passed yet um but my understanding is on the training side of it it's only going to cover like registered training bodies so like a actual rto a tafe university those sorts of organizations it's training formal qualifications it's not just doing your cpd and bits and pieces of training that a lot of professionals do oh throughout or are required to do to actually keep our licenses yes Um, in terms of the technology, look, most of us expecting it to be, yeah, some physical and some software type security. I mean, the drafts yeah. literally say it's to support your di- digital adaption. So things like portable payment devices, cyber security yeah. systems yeah. or subscriptions to cloud-based services. But the legislation will tease out exactly what is um, yeah included um so if either of those things are of interest to you again worth having a chat with your accountant or keeping an eye on the relevant social media streams from different accountants to get the actual detail of it um as it is announced and as it actually becomes law but Mm. definitely a handy boost for small businesses so that'll go into the 2023 tax returns so it's from the first of july this year backdated into 2023 Oh, it's yeah. backdated to the date of um, the budget, but any expenditure right. incurred between the budget and 30 June will still go into still the 2023 into financial year. So if you've It'll already spent it yeah. just by default of yeah. your own cycle of training, it goes into this financial year, not last. Exactly right. Okay. Exactly right. But again, if the plan is that you're going to be spending a bit of money on either of those aspects, mm. training or the, or the um, digital adaption, then again, speak to your accountant, make sure what you're spending the money on ticks all the right boxes. Again, you don't want to miss out just from missing one little um, aspect or criteria. No, no, you don't at all. Okay, so quick rundown of what we've got coming up for you in the first half of this season. Next week we have the amazing Simir Banga from Banga Legal um, talking about defamation. Um, Mm. Really cool episode there, followed Mm. up with Trudy and I talking about how to build your 
business from a business owner's perspective. We've had the guest experts in. And now we're going to give you some of our own tips and tricks as to mm. what worked and didn't work for us personally. Yep. yep. Um, After that, we've got business compliance with yep. Adam Wood from Certified Buy. He is an amazing expert on compliance and ESG. And if you don't know what ESG is, I'm not going to tell you now. You'll need to tune in to find out what ESG is. Can you tell me? Is. No. You'll have to listen <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, then we're going to have a chat um, about photography in your business. And we're going to have another guest in, Simon Whitaker, who is a wonderful photographer. Um, it's going to chat yes, about is. how to look good in your own photos. So I'll definitely yeah, have to and, tune in for that one. And also how to present your brand for your target market. Often we mm. go off and we get photos taken, but we don't consider people that would be the ones that are looking at those photos to decide whether or not they want to use our services. Yeah. Um, I recently had some photos taken and he's he's based on the mid-north coast, which um, is Coffs Harbour region, but he does travel. Mm-hmm. Um if you're if you're desperate for someone that actually takes amazing photos, he's your man. I won't mm. lie, he's your man. So um, yes, that was some beautiful photos. It's worth checking out. But the way he he is different to the average photographer because he comes at it from a very different brand and communication strategy mm. style or design. So very interesting. And then. What to do when your business partner or your life partner suddenly mm-hmm. passes. And unfortunately, yeah. we're both known people that this has happened to. Um, In the last two years. Yeah, so we're just going to run through some of the important things to know, which could then also link back and help you with, I guess, some succession planning or business planning for now so that you have a plan if that ever did happen to eventuate. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then... Seven. We're going to lift the tone back up a little bit and talk about to scale up or to scale down. You know, not everyone wants to grow, some want to downsize. So how do you decide which way to go? And I think it's important, like we always talk about foundational stuff here, Mm. Um, having plans in place if something goes wrong is the right place to be to be able to work out whether or not you can scale. Um, And scaling up or scaling down is a very common question that we see Mm. with a lot of our clients and I'm actually looking forward to talking about the different ways that you can assess mm. that because I do it all day, every day. And the next is also another topic that comes up all the time. All the time. Personal services income and then contractor versus employee. Two topics that we both speak to lots of different people about because it's not something that's particularly well understood um, or yeah. particularly well handled in a lot of people's businesses. So yeah. um, definitely yeah. come in for that. Um, you know, we're still planning out some of the episodes, but some of the other topics that we're looking at having a chat around are um, how to get the money out of your business. Yep. Um, buying cars or motor vehicles or other large pieces of equipment in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, depreciation. What yeah. it is, what does it mean? Like as its own whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so misunderstood as a concept. So. Mm. We're going to break that down for you. Um, and then rewarding your team, which we all yeah. like to be able to reward our team a little bit. Um, and then if there's some interest out there, we'd love to do some episodes around aged care and how to help yeah. out your parents or family members if yeah. they're in that stage of life. It's a really common thing now yeah. that the kids are actually looking at ways. I have clients come to me all the time and we look at their business goals mm. Like and how to plan out, and a lot of it is 
my actual main business goal is that I can afford to support my parents. Mm. So in traditional Australian culture, I mean, this has been a thing in some of our ethnic communities for a very long time. Culturally, mm. it's just always there. We're starting to see a shift more to responsibility for parental care to mm. fall back onto children financially um, and physically now in a way that it previously hasn't been. So yeah. we're getting a, an expert in to help talk about that, Nick Zara from Concilium Well. Mm. So, yeah, there's a little bit going on. Well, there is definitely a little bit going on, but we do still have a few slots. So if there's something in particular mm. that you want us to talk about and to add into the season, yeah. then definitely let us know. Um, we'd be more than happy to hear your feedback. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So I think we shall leave it there today and look forward mm. to talking with you next week. Great. Bye, everyone. See you later. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Financial Fofu. We really appreciate you tuning in and hope that you have subscribed to our channel. I just wanted to let you all know that the information and material in our podcast and any supplementary and associated information available is for general purposes only. It should not be taken as constituting professional advice from us, the podcast owners and our special guests. And we recommend that you seek independent, suitable advice that is specific for your unique circumstances. Thanks for tuning in hope to see you next week please 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 send us um, use our link and send us any requests or any feedback we'd really appreciate it cheers